0: Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be Hop Along, Cassidy, Original date is May 7th, 1950, and the title is The Green Valley Payoff. Hope you enjoy, and again, thanks for listening. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen The Bride and Groom?
2: With action and suspense, out of the Old West comes the most famous hero of them all, Hopalong Cassidy, starring William Boyd. The Ring of the Silver Spurs heralds the most amazing man ever to ride the prairies of the early West, Hopalong Cassidy. This famous hero thrills his 60 million fans with action and dangerous adventure. In the role of Hopalong Cassidy is the popular star of the motion picture series William Boyd, and appearing as that laughable old character California is Andy Clyde. Now to our story, the Green Valley payoff. The afternoon sunlight slanted in through the small window of the sheriff's office, lit on the blonde thatch of hair that topped off the sullen young man seated on the wooden chair in the middle of the room. Sheriff Joe Perry rolled a smoke, lit it, then turned to his deputy.
3: Pomeroy? Yeah, Sheriff? Let's try again. Okay. I
4: think
5: it's any use. It's no use, I tell you. I don't know about that. I know you're short on brains, Pomeroy, but will you up. get it through that thick skull of yours that I can't tell you what I don't know myself... Frank! Ellie, well, you keep out of this. Go on home. I will and...
3: not keep out of it. What are they doing to you? We're
4: asking him a few questions, Miss Ellie, about that night-riding bunch of bank robbers he runs around with. Ellie, I told you to Come go home. Come Stay right
3: here. You listen to me, Sheriff. Frank did run around with them once, and he paid for it with two years in jail. That's behind him now. You think so? He's left them for good. He's going to ranching after we're married and then Miss we're...
4: Ellie, I'm sorry to say this, but I don't think that Green Valley gang looks at it that way.
5: Frank, don't look at it that way either. Now
4: listen, Pomeroy. You were or... in
5: on the last one, Frank. I stood lookout for them because they swore they'd harm Ellie if I didn't.
4: The fact remains, Frank, that bunch has over $100,000 hid away somewhere that a couple of banks and a Wells Fargo company would like to get back. You got a share in it and you're going to tell us where it is. But I don't
5: know where it is. Monty and the boss are the only ones who know where it's hid. Monty? Yeah, short for Montana. That's the only name he goes by. Lord knows who the boss is. I've never seen him or heard his name. You're a throat-cutting, lying crook,
6: Frank. And I'm going to take you, Pomeroy, you ass. Right
5: back there, Frank. Let uh,
6: uh, go of me. me. Let go of him, Pomeroy. Well, that
4: put down that uh, inkwell.
6: Uh, oh, Oh, my eyes.
4: Good Lord, you got ink all oh. over him. Go oh. on, Pomeroy, get your face oh. in some water. Oh. Oh. Be all right. Be all right when you wash your mouth. Now, young
5: lady...
7: Don't you, young lady, meet Sheriff.
5: Ellie, you've done enough. Please, get out of here.
7: Frank!
5: I know it's wrong, but we got to put up with it because it's the law. Now, run on home before the Sheriff decides to put
4: you away, too. I was about to say them very words.
3: All right, Frank. I, I'm sorry, Sheriff.
4: Don't apologize to me. It's Pomeroy's face you blacked up. Real spitfire, ain't she?
5: Let's leave her out of it, shall we, Sheriff?
4: Yeah. you better get back to your cell. I know when I'm late Okay. Pomeroy. Yep. Feel better now? Ah, not much better. Take Frank back to his cell, will you? Come on, Frank. Hmm. There's gotta be another way. If I could just find someone with enough spunk to Sheriff. Huh? Hoppy! Sheriff Joe Barry. Geosophage. Hop along, Cassidy. Oh, you're the answer to a maiden's prayer. (laughs) That's the first time I've ever been called that, Joe. I ain't one to put much stock in Providence, Hoppy. But you sure come to me in my hour of need. What are you talking about? Come and sit down. I want to tell you about a job I got for you.
2: Harry is under pressure from a group of outraged bankers in the Express Company who are insisting he tracked down the Green Valley gang and over $100,000 in loot, the proceeds of a series of robberies they engineered in the past few months. The first break came with the arrest of Frank Lawler, one of the members of the gang, but Frank either knows nothing or simply isn't talking. So there had to be another way. The next afternoon, Hopalong Cassidy and California Carlson stop for a moment in front of the state bank in the center of town.
1: you better stand right here, California.
2: Mind if I mention I'm a mite
3: uneasy?
1: (laughs) Relax, will you?
3: Sure, sure. All in the day's work. Robbing a few banks, shooting up a couple of citizens. Never mind that.
1: Just to make sure no one comes in who's not supposed to, you understand?
3: I don't understand nothing. But I'll do it. Uh, when you look at me with them beautiful blue eyes, I just can't say no. <laughs> okay. Wish me luck. As the French say, Verde Poise. Mm Yes, sir. What do you
1: have? Everything you got and make it fast. Wait, what? Hurry up now. Fork it over. The six gun's are mite impatient. <laughs> yes, sir. Is that all of it? Yes, sir. So help me. Okay. Stay right where you are with your hands up and don't move until I'm out of here. You understand? Yes, sir. Stay
4: where you are. Put him up now. I got you covered. Oh.
6: Oh. Oh.
4: Take it easy, Cheller. Everything's all right. Yeah. Looks like I got this coyote in the shoulder Oh, Give me a hand, Charlie Let's get him over to the jailhouse All right, everybody Clear out Shooting's over
5: What's your name, pal?
1: Make any difference?
5: Oh, kind of nice to know who your cellmate is. Bill Carney. What's yours? Frank. Frank Lawler. understand you let the sheriff get the drop on you this afternoon.
1: You don't understand right. My gun (laughs) jammed. You don't believe it?
5: I didn't say that. Nicky on the shoulder?
1: Yeah. Not bad. Well, it won't jam next time. Might not
5: be any next time.
1: Oh, yes, there will. When? Tonight. Hmm? I'm getting tired of this jailhouse already. Like I'll get going around midnight.
5: Then it's nice if you can manage it.
1: Don't worry, I can. Do you uh, like to come along?
5: I don't know. What's
1: the matter? Do you
5: like it in here? Funny thing, Connie. Don't seem to matter much whether I'm in jail or out of it. It's a prison either way.
1: Ah, oh, that's a queer one.
5: Well, since I'm not getting anywhere sitting here.
1: Well, what
5: about it? I'll go along. When are we leaving?
1: Midnight, I said. Any particular way? Yeah. Pardon will slip a six gun up through the bar just before twelve. Twelve, the sheriff will make a round of check. Then what? I think I can persuade him to open the door, don't you?
5: Yeah. Only one thing. What happens if the sheriff draws on you? What do you think? Okay, count me out. I'm not getting mixed up in any killing. Don't
1: worry, there won't be any killing. Now, listen. Here's how it'll work. At ten minutes to twelve, my partner will be out of the room. Here
5: he comes. Easy now. You're dangerous sleep. Remember what I said? I heard you. Gun ready? Yeah. Shut up.
4: You fellas all right in there?
6: Put up your
1: hand, Sheriff. I got a forty-four on your face. Connie! Keep him up now. Waller. Yeah? Get his gun. Okay.
4: I got him. Wait a minute, Connie. You won't get away with this. Shut up.
1: Now open the door. What if I don't? I'll blow you right out of your own jailhouse. Hurry it up. All right, Connie. Now get in there. Move. I'm moving. Come on, Lawler. He's got another gun. Carney, he
5: shouldn't have
1: done that. I should have known better. Now get going. The horses are waiting outside.
4: California.
5: California. Sheriff. Yeah.
4: Come and get me out of here. Yeah.
3: How'd it come off? Perfect.
4: Listen. There they go. <laughs> you know, if I didn't know Hopalong Cassidy was a straight-up cowpoke, I'd swear he knows more about bank robbing and jail busting than he's telling. <laughs> Maybe he's practicing up for when a bad year hits the bar 20. <laughs> come on, now. Time you got my uh, my corpse over to Doc Millard's. Got to handle my death according to law, you know. <laughs>
1: Better put some more wood on the fire, Frank.
6: Yeah. Are
1: you sure it's safe?
6: What? The fire.
5: Oh, it's safe, all right. My pals meet in this draw all the time. Pal? Uh, skip it sound
1: like you're sore at somebody. I'm
5: sore at the world. Why? Folks won't leave me alone, that's why. You make a mistake when you're a kid and you're through for good. They shove a hot brand on your hip the minute you go through those prison doors and it stays there till you die.
6: Hmm.
5: A funny way to talk. Yeah, you wouldn't know what I'm talking about.
1: I think I do. You want to let your old bunch
5: down, don't you? Why do you think I brought you here to wait for them? I don't know. let will figure it out. I tried to break loose, but they won't let me. People down there in town won't have me back, and the bunch won't let me go.
6: So here I
0: am. Yeah?
5: For good. Why? You fixed that when you shot the sheriff. You know that, don't you?
1: Well, I had to, or he'd have nailed us with that shoulder gun of his. Yeah, yeah, I reckon so.
5: Where about Ellie? I wonder. With what? Ah, nothing. She'll find herself a nice young homesteader somewhere. She'll be all right. From what I hear, she can take care of herself. Wait hey, a minute. What's the matter? Listen. Yeah. Yeah, what? Just sit right still and keep your hands away from your gun belt. They're here. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Monty. Punk. Who's your friend? Name's Carney. Done me a favor tonight.
1: Carney. Bill Carney, if you're interested. Yeah, I'm interested. We're both interested. What are you doing here, Carney? Keeping warm. Or at least I was till you stepped in front of the fire.
4: Maybe you ain't warm enough, Carney. Maybe we ought to... Shut up,
1: woman.
7: Move aside. I want to see Carney's
4: face. Hmm. Quite a face, isn't it? Yeah, talks a lot. Maybe too much, huh, Monty?
7: Yeah, maybe too much. Maybe like the punk here, it
5: sprouts when you press a button. I didn't talk to the sheriff, if that's what you mean. That's what I mean. How could I tell
4: him what I don't know? You could tell him about Monty here. You could tell him about me.
5: Get up, punk. What for? I said get up. Okay, Monty, what now?
4: You're going for a walk.
5: Now, listen, Monty. Shut your lying mouth.
4: He spilled everything to the sheriff this afternoon. I tell you, I didn't. Get your hands off of him. Why, them. you. Oh. Okay,
6: stranger.
1: You boys made up your minds yet? Okay. Okay, Connie. Frisk come Frank. You're safe with the whiskers as a shoulder gun. Yeah. You're biting off a big what, Connie. Maybe you shouldn't be talking right now. Got him, Frank? Yeah. Come down there next to the fire. I think our friends might be more sociable with their fangs pulled. All right. Let's all sit around the fire and talk nice and friendly. With that forty-four staring us in the face? Okay. That's the way you want it. There's my guns on the heap, too. Sit down. Mm. Now, first off, Frank didn't spill to the sheriff, and even if he did, it wouldn't matter now. Huh? Why not? Because I left him on the floor of the jailhouse with a forty-four slug in his head.
4: Huh? Hey. You mean you?
1: Yeah. Get me out of a job at the state bank this afternoon, and I didn't like it.
7: Yeah. <laughs> that makes it a mighty difference,
1: Carney. Huh? Shake hands, Carney. Uh, over this way, other side of the fire. We'll just let the
4: guns lay. Ah, <laughs> uh, forget about that, Carney. We thought we. Yeah, we uh,
7: we apologize. Matter of fact, woman, don't you think? I boy? know
4: just what you're gonna say.
7: Yeah. I, uh I think we could use a man like you, Connie. What about it?
1: I don't know. Depends on how well you're doing.
4: <laughs>
7: yeah,
1: we do all right. Matter of
7: fact, we do exceptional well.
4: Yeah, there's a hundred thousand dollars either way right now.
7: A... Well, uh yeah, we we'll get to that later. After we talk to the ports. You, uh... You available, Connie? In case he decides to hire you? Who is he? Oh, he... just call him the boss. That's the name he likes best.
1: Okay. That's just what I'll call him, then. The boss. <laughs>
2: And now as the four men sit around the flickering fire in a mountain drawer not far from town. On one side of the fire are Bowman and Monty, suspicious, sullen, and watchful. On the other side, Frank and Hoppy. Hoppy being mighty careful to keep up the pretense of being Bill Carney, the sheriff killer.
4: He's late, Monty. He'll get here. I, I don't like this waiting. Who oh, are they talking about?
2: Hmm. Uh,
1: what happens when he gets here, Monty?
7: Uh, he's... Uh... Working out of date, Uh, Date? Yeah.
1: To the Wells Fargo and Cedar Grove. Wait.
7: Stay right where you are. Come on, boy.
1: I we can go down
5: the mountain there. Well, there well, he know. is. Yeah. Does he always wear that mask? I don't know. First time I ever seen him. I... Hey, wait. Huh? I know who he is. Sure. Frank. Frank, listen to me. What? Do you really
1: want to break loose? Huh? Did you mean that about Ellie and wanting to go straight? Yeah. Well, you got a chance to show it right now. What do you mean? I've got to trust you, Frank. I've got to take a chance. That whole thing with the sheriff this afternoon was staged. I'm not Carney.
5: I'm Hopalong Cassidy. Cassidy? Yeah. Are you with me, Frank? Sure, I'm with you. Good.
1: Hold it. There he goes. What's up, Marty?
4: See Grover's out. We're splitting up. Huh? huh? Thanks to
1: you, Connie,
4: and that job you did on the sheriff. Yeah.
1: Town's
7: gone crazy over it. They're rounding up a posse now. What about the money? Don't worry, punk. You'll get your share. I'm meeting the boss in an hour to make the split.
4: Where? <laughs> Curious, ain't
7: he? Yeah.
6: Well,
7: it'll make no difference now. Up at the cave on Eagle Peak, kid. Ten minute ride from here. All right. Better saddle up now so we'll all be ready when the time comes.
4: How'd you make out, California?
3: Too late. Posse just pulled out with Pomeroy riding in the lead. Confound it. They'll ruin everything.
4: I should have put Pomeroy in on it. They'll run them outlaws clean out of the county and the money
3: with them. Well, you're a mighty popular man around here, Sheriff. They took your death kind of hard, you Only
4: know. One thing to do. I got to ride out there and spill it.
3: Hoppy might get hurt if... Ah, uh, Hoppy's been in tight spots before. I uh, that worked.
4: mob's howling for blood. He'll shoot on
3: sight. Well, okay, I'll saddle up for you. Your horse is out at the hitch rack and i No, it ain't. Cassidy stole it when he broke jail tonight. Huh? huh? Ain't it a uh, bay with three white... People? Yeah, but... Well, he's out at the hitch rack now. I'll tell you I just saw him. You're seeing things,
4: California. Let's take a look. Be dagged. It's Jerry, all right. Bobby must have turned him loose. Now why, now, in Sheriff? Now that... huh? look here. I know time to the saddle. Let me see it. Come on, California. We got to catch that posse before it gets to Eagle Peak, and there ain't much time. <laughs>
7: Better leave the horses here. What time is it, Paulman? Quarter three. Yeah, he ought to be there now.
1: Where's the cave from here?
7: Around the shoulder behind that big overhang. Oh, and, uh, Connie.
1: Yeah?
7: it was a mighty bad piece of luck. Your horse taking off that way. That posse will likely
1: run you down Ah, uh, there's a ranch below here. I'll double up with Frank that far and pick up another one.
7: Quit the gather. Let's get this over with. Okay, okay. Keep your shirt on. You go first, Connie. Then the punk... Then Bowman and me.
1: Reckon you'd better go first. I don't know the trail. That why? Yeah, that's why. Go ahead. Okay. Come on, Bowman.
7: Hey, ambush! Get out, Bowman. <laughs>
1: oh. You got me. Go ahead, Connie. The cave. This way, Frank. Yeah. They were waiting for us. Keep down. That way. Go on inside. There. Yeah. Yeah.
7: they're down in that clump of trees. Let him have it, Frank. Yeah. it's a posse. How in thunder did they know we'd be here?
1: How the What's were... the matter?
7: Yeah, I know why. Yeah. it's a double cross, huh? The money—it's gone. That's why he made us wait over there. He was setting up a trap. The boss. Yeah. Yeah, the boss. Well, he ain't gonna get away with this one.
3: Hey! Hey, down there!
7: We give up! We want to come out! You're coming out, all right! Listen,
6: Pomeroy! You're coming out the way we want you to come out, you sheriff killer! Be first! Yeah, Pomeroy! Cross it! <laughs> oh. Right...
7: Get
5: him? Yeah. Well, that leaves us, Cassidy.
1: What now? We hold him off as long as we can, Frank. And hope.
4: Here's that, Sheriff. Yeah, there's a foot of the peak. Come on.
3: Minute, Pomeroy.
4: Sharon!
6: Quiet, Sharon!
4: Hold it, everyone. As you see, I'm a pretty lively corpse. Me and Hopalong Cassidy staged the robbery and jailbreak, hoping we'd get the leader of this Green Valley gang to show his hand. He did. I don't reckon we'll need to smoke anyone out now, Pomeroy, since we got what we went after already, didn't we? I guess I'm partly to blame for being blind as a bat at high noon, for scouring six counties for the brains of this Green Valley bunch while he was sitting in my own office as deputy. What? What do you mean? Come on, Pomeroy. I reckon you get what you wasn't aiming to give the boys in your own gang. A fair trial in a court of justice. After all, we want to hang you legal.
6: Yeah.
2: only a week since the gunfight at Eagle Peak, but it's been an important one for Frank Lawler and Ellie McClure. Hoppy and California, on their way back to the Bar 20 now, are stopping in to say goodbye.
5: Gosh, hate to see you go, Hoppy.
1: (laughs) Ah, the cow business is just like anything else, Frank. Leave it alone for a couple of shakes and you got trouble. Ah, but uh, you'll find that out with that hundred head you're planning to buy.
6: Thanks
5: to you.
1: You know... I had no claim on that reward money, Hoppy. Well, maybe not. But I didn't either.
3: Doggone, maybe I should have put in a claim, huh?
1: Uh -huh. (laughs) Fred, not California. It belongs to Ellie. Me? Yep. You wanted a new start for Frank, Ellie, and you got it all by yourself. Of course, you didn't know it at the time. But you put that reward money in his pocket when you threw that inkwell in Pomeroy's face. (laughs)
5: That's what you're getting at, huh?
1: Yeah. We never would have seen past that mask of his if it hadn't been for the ink stain on his chin..
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Goodbye from Hopalong Cassidy. Hoppy in California are hitting the trail homeward again. And after this little adventure, the Bar 20 is going to be a restful sight. Hope you enjoyed this friendly visit and that you'll remember to tune in next time these two fighting cowboys get involved in another thrilling escapade. Up Along Cassidy, starring William Boyd, is transcribed and produced in the West by Walter White Jr. The Green Valley payoff was written by Harold Swanton. All stories are based upon the characters created by Clarence E. Mulford. This is a Commodore
6: production.